0: Welcome to Mission Completer Cycle, a podcast about midlife gaming. Hi, I'm Abraham, and with me is my brother Francois. Hello, how are you doing? Together we share an immense love of gaming, having grown up together with games. This podcast is about balancing work and family with gaming. Along the way we will cover hardware, software, news, really our experiences and emotions from lifelong gaming. Depending on your age, a lot might be considered retro. For us, it's all gaming. In future episodes, we'll go into detail on specific hardware and games, and I hope that you will join us. For today, we start at the start, how we got into gaming, and briefly look back at the systems and experiences that got us so utterly hooked. Tell me a little bit about your gaming history. How did you get started into gaming? I'd say it's my big brother, actually.
1: What was that original computer we had that, that Dad bought us? It was, some, it was, a, it was not even an 8086, probably, it's an 808, eight eight, think. Computer
0: PC PC16. 16,
1: it and it had that big, big red power switch at the back, and you, you'd, you'd yeah. flip the switch, and the lights would dim a little bit, and then you'd hear the fans come out. And, um, I don't if you remember, but the screen itself had this this covering on it, as well, yes. and as the screen would boot up, the cover would heat up a little bit, and then the, then everything would get settled, and then eventually you'd get a clear picture.
0: Yeah, clear for your, for a certain definition of clear, I suppose. It was one of those yeah, brilliant... CGA brilliant
1: green screen. screen, come on. We had CGA. We were advanced. It was hey, we an 8088. It was an
0: 8088. Yeah, it was it was an yeah I'm yes, pretty sure it was. It had 256 kilobytes of RAM, and it was one 360 kilobyte floppy drive. And it came with MS-DOS 2.0, but not, in, not the Microsoft version. It was licensed Microsoft back then, still licensed DOS to different producers. So we got Aquarius Software DOS 2.0.
1: Okay, yeah. you are honestly scaring me at this point. The,
0: the first game I played on. How are you? How
1: are you, re- how are you remembering the Aquarius DOS thing? How could I know? I, I mean, used, I realized I was young at the time. But daily,
0: it was the biggest event in my up until that point, right? My personal gaming systems were Game and Watch clones that we had, Space War and Kung Fu, basically, and gaming on the Commodore sixty four and the Spectrum at the our
1: Cause I'm going to stop you there. Those, 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 those kung fu things. Those were the. They were slightly yellow in colour. I, I seem to remember these. Yes. Yes. They were brilliant things. They we, we, didn't have, we didn't have. didn't have the proper Nintendo type things. We. I mean, these were. These were like. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, they were probably like one dollar each if yes. you
0: Single screen, not the not the dual screen luxury of the Donkey Kong Game and Watch or anything like that.
1: These yeah, I, I distinctly remember. you was kind of pointed to direct sunlight to be able to see anything on the screen anyway. Yes.
0: So <laughs> but the angle has to be right, otherwise you see everything that it could do on Yes, the right no no no, time. for sure. Yes. For sure. Oh, the good old days of gaming. Man, the amount of hours I spent on that. So no, the computer PC sixteen was a major event in our in in my life and uh, yours as well, if I recall. Mm,
1: I remember one of the first games I played was uh, Cosmic Crisis, I believe what it was called. An it awesome. was a. Uh, was it came out on a shareware disk,
0: essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's one of and the Cosmic games.
1: Crisis and. Castle of Aven- No, 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 no! It wasn't Apogee. No, this was long before. Th- oh, that!
0: It, it I was like a Space <laughs> Invaders clone. Best think, Games really. Volume Four.
1: That's correct. That would be it. Yes. Yeah. Space Games. And and I mean, we s- soon we upgraded. Soon after that, we upgraded to Sopwith, the original sopwith and then that was the thing of beauty. And I don't, I don't think anyone's ever actually made a game like that again. They actually can.
0: Not as good as Subworth, but have you played That's Mini Squadron?
1: So, I've played mm-hmm. Mini Squadron and I've played what there was one on the PS3 as well. Uh, it was released as a PSN game. Um, I forget what it's called now, but the thing is, Mini Squadron is a good example of, of an yeah. attempt Of an attempt, again. Of an attempt uh,
0: but, but it's not Sopwith. And no, you fly off in the sunset at the end. It's just the perfect ending to the game.
1: I don't know if you remember this, but um, right about the time Double Dragon came out for the IBM PC. Um, yes. And I desperately wanted to play it. Well, I think we both wanted to at the time. And. But our
0: loyal and fasty
1: computer PC16 could not handle it, because no. 256K of memory was just not enough. Yeah, and and it, was, it was a sad day all around. I think that's when we got our second second computer.
0: It was an XT, um, also 8088. Sh- should be noted
1: that no hard drive at this point, by the way.
0: No, um, that one had a 10 megabyte. No, no, he, he bought a 10 uh, megabyte hard drive later on. Actually, yes, Yes. Yes. but the the gaming machine, the the computer got upgraded to 640k RAM, you're right, after that, and a second floppy drive, but no hard drive. Because (laughs) the, the secret, of course, is one of the wonderful little nuggets tucked away in DOS called substitute, subst, and assign, where you can fool DOS into thinking that two disk drives are really one disk drive. So if it seeks on the one drive and doesn't find the files it needs, it automatically seeks on the second drive. And the game thinks it's running off a truly slow hard drive. So it works. You just have to be perfect.
1: So are we calling this Piracy 101
0: now? <laughs> no, it was two legitimate disks. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, moving swiftly along. What it did make it possible is to play Double Dragon and DuckTales and all of those wonderful two-disc-sized DuckTales. games. DuckTales? Yes. I remember like, DuckTales in the PC. Yes, DuckTales, you could do. You could fly to all the different places, you'd go up the mountain in the one, and you'd float to different regions, and you could fly through the barn as Launchpad McQuack. So, uh,
1: so this is one of those special games where, where I wasn't allowed to play it because I was too young, yes, so, so you kept it for yourself, and, yes. that now and now I'm 30 years later, I, I've come to know the truth, man, thanks a lot. Was,
0: that was probably one of the best ones, which is probably why I didn't show you. Gee, thanks. Larry.
1: hey i was there for larry at least oh, i remember that you very diplomatically asked me whether i knew some of the vowels used in the game <laughs> so <laughs> oh,
0: the good old days okay so we've gone on to the pc gaming and we're from there
1: essentially since we were stuck with the computer pc 16 and and, and the other one which both of them basically just xds it wasn't really that impressive and and at the time i mean this was what was it late 80s um, we didn't really have the the official Nintendo Entertainment System. I mean, well, you, you got a few models here and there, but it wasn't really a big thing down here. So eventually, we had a family clone, basically, that was released. Well, a bunch of them, and there were ads on TV and there's ads in the in, in the in the magazines and so forth. And I just to myself, I thought I really, really, really needed to get one of these things simply because, in my mind, these were the same things you would see in the arcades, and that was always my dream. It's just to... to. <laughs> is to have an arcade machine of my own, which, hilariously, I still don't have. I need to rectify that. But anyway, so that was it for me. And I, re- I remember, I, I got, I got a, a, a Famicom clone, and the first game I got with it was called Sky Destroyer, which was, which was this, I, I don't know, it's like I a third-person. You remember that? And so yeah, this Indian strip of theme music, w- and
0: it's a World War II version of Afterburner.
1: It's giving a lot of credit there, but <laughs> but no. In all fairness, it's actually it's actually a very very cool game, and it's yes. it's it's very simple. But I mean, as most NES games of the time would be. Yeah. So and that was it for
0: me. That was I have to admit that I actually think.
1: But what, what bit me before that really was was programming. I I started dabbling in BASIC, GW BASIC, on the old computer, and I've since then I've always wanted to, wanted to be. A game developer, and that was one of the big things. And until I figured out what it actually all entails, and I just opted for doing what I do now. But yeah, that would be my intro. Not and I, I suspect yours is very similar.
0: Yes. Well, we, we basically grew up gaming together. The the only thing I think I had before that was before the computer PC 16. I had many happy hours on on Friends' Atari 2600.
1: I I remember the Atari specifically, Night Driver. I can I can. Very much remembered. Night Driver and Combat, Combat and
0: uh, Combat, and a friend of mine spent ages on Combat. Also Pitfall. Oh, pitfall. another friend. Yeah. Pit, pit, was Pitfall too, though. If I remember correctly. It was Pitfall too, of course. Yeah. My friend had yeah. ET, and we actually tried to play ET. Could never figure out how to get any out of any one of those stupid holes. Actually had into ET. It.
1: Yes. yes. You must have bought it new back in the day then, because I mean that's brand new.
0: It was brand new.
1: I seem to recall, now that you mentioned uh, the s- stuff before, the uh, the actual IBM PC, we used to play a lot of Commodore 64 as well, uh, yeah, that's yeah. at my uncle's place, nice. and all, when I say we, I mean you, of course, because I remember you guys set up a second screen and gave me a keyboard, and I was I solidly believed I was playing an Async River Raid.
0: You were hardly out of diapers <laughs> by then. And <laughs> It was you have no
1: idea how, how good I, I believed I was at this game until I figured out years <laughs> later what had happened.
0: But I was crushed. Those were brilliant games. Burning Rubber, probably the best rubber, game yes. ever made. Falcon Patrol, and uh, what's that? Blue Max. Man, I loved Blue Max. Blue I Max, I might be thinking of that just because I said
1: River Raid now, but I think it might have been Blue, Blue Max. Max actually. I
0: was and Zaxxon, of course, was new at that time. I've never, it,
1: never been a fan of that. It, it, I don't know. I, I, I know
0: you've you've got a soft spot for the thing. No, and I'm, I'm, honestly, I've no, tried Zaxxon. No, no, no. Zaxxon has. I still hate isometric flying games. Thanks to Zaxxon, they suck. If it they really do. I don't. I have no Max, idea. Who ever? Is th- also, but that one was done right.
1: I was too young to remember, and I was winning. That was. That was <laughs> <laughs> I remember Commando as well.
0: Back to you, Nintendo. The sore thumbs from Jackal. <laughs> that game. That, th- how long did it take us to finish that game we finished that without a save I think
1: you couldn't save yeah. so th- there was no save back then <laughs> So, and and even if there were in the original um, NES version the Famiclone version that we were playing definitely didn't have any yeah. form of battery backup or anything like that so now we I finished that thing coupla- we, yeah
0: we finished that yeah.
1: yeah we did no it's a brilliant game and it's, it's, it's actually not that long to be honest I mean thinking back to it now it's just that it's so hard. It's actually genuinely a hard game. Yes. Um, so it's it's right up there, in terms of of, <laughs> of how bad it is on your controllers. It's right up there with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well. Oh. Okay. know if you remember that thing. Yes. That my hand was cramping for days after that.
0: Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was just. My thumbs still hurt if I think of those games. Um, it, it does, eh? It's, yeah.
1: it's the weirdest thing.
0: It's like, and if <laughs> you Famicom clone control- controllers, I've just, never just by a... the way,
1: just to make this clear, we are referring to the arcade port, not, not the crappy yes. port, uh, platform game that came out before that. that yeah, yeah. No, that, that's not even a game. So,
0: no. no. Then came the 286 and the 486. So that was my Civilization and Flight Sim and LucasArts adventure games days you you played a few games on those as well if i remember
1: i remember when you got the 286 because that that was actually your computer if yeah. i remember correctly that that was that was yours and then and that was the first one we had that had a color screen yeah i mean this this ega GTA. we mm. skipped ega completely i mean we were like oh, yeah. this is this like real stuff city. and i distinctly remember um was it operation wolf or was that shooter thing it's adapted it's basically a, a, a shooting gallery yes game was originally. Operation Wolf Operation Wolf yeah, yeah. It's, and, uh, it's you, you do realise that game sucked
0: yes oh it sucks completely uh, yes uh, th- at, time, the, at the time at the time I mean awesome. I thought it was brilliant mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know nostalgia is a terrible thing I still like light gun shooter games so I've I love
1: <laughs> no no <laughs> honestly but, but there has not been a, an, another Duck Hunt in my opinion, that's the, that's, uh, that is the... You have the
0: gun controller for your family. Clan. I do, yes. I still have it here. Duck-up I'm actually looking brilliant. at it, now. it spent ages in that game. Sadly, that's the one controller I can no longer use. I need to find myself an old TV. The other big event in the 286's life was the Sound Blaster. The first introduction to yes. Oh, yes. No, but, but specifically hold on, hold on. for two games. We're, we? we
1: I, I, I vaguely remember this as well, but we were introduced to an AdLib before that.
0: Yes. My cousin had an ugly yes, person. And, and, I, and I remember he showed us Monkey
1: Island 2. Yes. And I was blown away by the music. I, I just thought nothing can be better than this.
0: It was unbelievable. It's one of those life-changing moments in that I promptly emptied out all my savings, wangled my dad into adding some money to it. And we went down in Portrait Room and bought a, a Sound Blaster 6. There wasn't Sound Blaster 16, it, it, was actually a Sound Blaster. Was it was just a Sound Blaster, not the Pro or anything. Just an old Sound Blaster. Sound Blaster yeah, I don't 2.
1: Think, I, I, I don't think the Pro or 16 actually existed at that time, did it?
0: No, it didn't exist at that time. I actually, Dad, for some reason, when they visited, brought me the box. I, st- I now have my old Sound Blaster again, all boxed. I'm shocked.
1: Yeah. I, I'm truly shocked. I'm, I, I, look, I know that just came out, I'm out there for, for a visit. But I actually asked them to bring these things to you know to <laughs> me to add to the collection, and they were they were absolutely they, they didn't mention a thing. Um, I'm, well, look, I'm, I'm I'm terribly impressed as well. <laughs> that thing is wow.
0: But yes, so and that was I bought that for Monkey Island two, and Wing Commander one. So that was what 1991,
1: 1992. No, I just remember there was there was this game as well where you were this you basically woke up in a in a in a hospital bed. Um, but you're, oh, weird you're dreams. Still not got weird dreams, that is it. Now, We're, that's one game I still want to play. The I, no, I hardest
0: we... game ever made. Just to jump onto the stick and get out of the candy floss machine, which is scene one, is... Oh, I remember that. Sir. It's amazingly difficult. Yes, you, you woke up and they're busy with the with the um, operation. They're busy cutting you up. And then you have these hallucinations while you're under anesthesia. And you have to get out it's of the candy floss machine. pretty dark for
1: 1992. What was that? Well, I'm looking at Google now, and I'm, I see there's at, at least one or two screenshots sort of the thing. Wow. This, it's actually, look, for the time, it was It was, it was brilliant. Quite it there. was just unbelievably mm-hmm. difficult.
0: But yeah, uh, oh, man, those were all good games. And of course, Civilization, and SimCity, and Sim Civilization 2, I played all through my final exam at school, and I think I spent but more but time on Civilization 2 than on any of my studying. But just to come
1: back to, sorry, we're peering off from the sound blast here, i just remember that, uh, it's just that I don't think, apart from Wing Commander and, and uh, Monkey Island, I don't think those games were eclipsed for a very long time in terms of the audio. No, no. Monkey, Monkey Island 2 specifically is, was, was the thing of beauty. That was, I, I, wow.
0: I, I still get goosebumps when I hear the Monkey Island 2 theme. I, I think it was brilliant. I, look, I liked all the subsequent Monkey Islands as well, almost most of them. Um, but I still have a. You should not let Tim show for you. You say that. I know, but no, you like them as you would like. The Star Wars prequels. No, no, <laughs> no. The Star Wars prequels you just want to put out of your mind. But yeah, it's something like it's you know the. It, it's just not the same, and I would love to have Ron Gilbert finish Monkey Island remake Monkey Island three. Man, but
1: it, to it, it, it was him really. or, or Tim Schafer, one of the two, but I think it's Ron Gilbert, actually, that uh, he wrote a blog, like, about a year ago.
0: Yeah, I read the uh, blog entry he, this.
1: Yeah, device to monkey in 3B, essentially. Yes,
0: so but, he, would, yeah. he would basically ignore everything <laughs> that came after it, which I uh, think would be You great.
1: know, and this, this is probably blasphemy, but honestly, of the original three games... I kind of like the third one the most. <laughs> it's, it's
0: <laughs> I will confess to liking that a lot as well. I do think they I, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it, was, it had the same
1: humour. It was, it had a good story, and, and it, like, let's be honest, the animation was brilliant, especially yeah. for the time.
0: The, the only thing is, I suspect Ron Gilbert had a clear idea of how where he wanted to take the game, right? Um, really?
1: And, Mike Allen 2, and spoiler alert for anyone who's not played the game, ends with a Carnival.
0: Yes. But that's why I have to believe he wanted to do something with the carnival. And it look, mm-hmm. it's, an it's been, what, 20-something years. If people haven't played it, they should get a go and do it now. But um, Monkey Island 3 just conveniently ignores the carnival. They just move swiftly along. No, it didn't. It he was sitting there in the carnival. It absolutely didn't. Car- they,
1: closed, they closed the loop right at the end. It, it goes full circle. It's, it's one of those ah, games that actually yes, doesn't ignore back it. To
0: the carnival, man, I've forgotten Monkey Island three. That is embarrassing.
1: Monkey Island four, however, is a train smash of notes. I mean that yeah. thing. Yeah, let's not think about that. Um, say, yeah. But but three, I felt was was it was just as weird. The, the the only problem I had with it is is that it didn't actually explain anything. It, it was just it's kind yeah, of it like makes the first Monkey Island game. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yeah, there goes your clear vision theory. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Sorry, I I I interrupted you horribly now, so please continue.
0: Lived through the Nintendo, the 8-bit era, and the Nintendo and Sega wars. We got through all the classic PC games. um, And although although this must be, I don't, I
1: really do think we have to stress this. Um, Our version of the Nintendo Sega wars was was quite different because we were in reality not supporting either of them. No. Um. I mean.
0: I'm Both of us were Nintendo guys,
1: Nintendo, from, from, from a console point of view, we would be very much Nintendo people, simply because we couldn't afford a Sega Master System, and the only alternative to us was Golden China um, Family Computer, which is essentially a Chinese copy of the the actual Nintendo Famicom released in Japan, um, with some stripped-down features and whatnot, but they did the job. Yes, uh, so, that's, so we were supporting Nintendo, but in reality we were actually just ripping them off. But hey, we didn't know it at the time, so... Yeah, we completely
0: uh, ignorance. <laughs> I've certainly given them a ma- enough of my money since then, so I think. Oh yes, I absolutely. Want. I mean, yes. come on. Oh, then of course, one thing I should mention is Doom One.
1: Doom One, and I believe you have a numbered copy as well.
0: Yes, it's the first game I caught, co- I bought without having a, a machine capable of running it, because I still had the two hundred eighty-six yes. at the time.
1: No, and I remember we had the two kilobits per second modem at the time, and you actually downloaded the demo of Doom. We got Wolfenstein from from family we, from our cousins. Oh, you're
0: right. That's why we got Wolfenstein.
1: Do my I remember you would dial in at night essentially and yes. let this thing run
0: yes. for
1: hours on end just to download. I think it was two Megs or something something like that.
0: Yeah, oh, the wonders of two thousand four
1: hundred. No, it's, it's like porn during that time was the same thing. I mean, you you'd sit up all night and you you'd literally spend like three or four hours and you, you only get to see like this person's face.
0: Yes. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> I had clean. to throw that in. <laughs> but yes, and then I had to go and run the Doom demo on uh, a friend's machine and on a machine at school uh, because our machine couldn't run it. But how I got to Doom actually is I I intended to buy a Wolfenstein. In in fact, I'm I intended to buy no, but Wolfenstein.
1: Design. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. So, sorry for interrupting you again. We at this point we had already played Wolfenstein quite a, quite a few times. Yes. Um, we, we we were staunch Wolfenstein supporters, but but we hadn't seen doom at all and your question to to the guys in the bbs at that stage was was basically like which one which one should, should, should we get
0: not to the bbs I was it not the apogee reseller in south africa you got said, apogee to tell you to buy a different company's game and they, and they, no 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 the reseller in south africa he was also oh, okay, the reseller okay. for your software so enough okay very enough i phoned oh, okay, the fair enough. said so. look i want to buy this game and he said fine but there's a new game out just now, and it blows it out of the water. It's called Doom. You have to have it. <laughs> and I said, sure, I'll buy that. And of course, it didn't run on a 286, but I bought a first edition Doom.
1: Yeah, but I, I remember the first time I, I saw this game, it was at a friend of ours, Tino, actually. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's where I saw it the first time. And it's going to sound so lame for anyone um, younger than us, I suppose. But the first time I saw Stairs, in this thing. I was I was I was completely blown away.
0: It is it was just, just
1: amazing. I, I remember this one scene you, you went up the stairs and, and the I I don't if really you remember the 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 first moon, I think it was Phobos that you yeah. go onto. basically had these, these this grey and white background with these mountains. The green
0: um, mountains in the background with the grey sky. It's not a green with with a green. I thought it they were grey I don't no the, the mountains go and look at it. You go up the the, the stairs maybe a monitor was just like
1: I'm I'm Googling this now. I'll no, I would I direct don't. you to, to a friendly, your friendly, close Google query, but it's they're not green. And um, I mean, a year or so before that, I saw Wolfenstein for the first time, and I was very impressed, but but not like this. This was this was something else. I, I have to say, Doom was, was the first game that in my mind, um, where I thought to myself when I saw it running, because because the, the the box arrived at our house, and and I knew we couldn't play it, but I, I didn't really care that much. But when I saw this thing. It was the first time I thought, okay, I'm going to start saving up, and I'm going to get a PC that's 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 capable of doing this. This is this is awesome. I feel sad for Wing Commander, though. I, I kind of feel it it isn't as fondly remembered as Doom.
0: No, it was it was more, in, in all honesty, all of I was into flight simulators and got into space simulators that way, um, and it's much more of an arcade game, of course. But it's it's not nearly. I mean, it doesn't have the mass appeal of it, but it bloody well deserves to be. So well, there, there
1: is Star Citizen, I suppose, but.
0: you should see Elite the Elite Dangerous it's a thing of beauty. oh really oh yes I've got my copy here Um, it runs fairly nicely on the Mac but I've heard rumours that they're going to release it for the PS4 so I will buy it yet again
1: if it comes out on the PS4 I'll definitely play it Elite's been Elite has always struck me as one of those games that um, I've, I've always meant to play but for various reasons throughout the years i've I never got around to it and especially when when i played privateer which in budge by the way i honestly think it's one of the best games ever the original privateer is so stunning and ever since then i i, I almost really wanted to play elite much more and i i don't know why but i've never got around to it, it might be the wireframe graphics of the original though so the original was um,
0: too old the for us yeah, it's two, just, just, just
1: just too old Frontier I, I put it up years later um, and I remember thinking the same thing I, th- I, I I thought when I saw it in magazines and stuff at the time and it's like it didn't strike me the same way Privateer did Privateer had the story and the whole thing with it I realized this is not why you play these games for but um, if you look at some of the main
0: reasons I played Wing Commander and Privateer before. it was brilliant
1: no, no, but, no but that's the thing But that, that's mm. not necessarily why you are playing Elite yes true that's But I would argue that something in the veins of of the Bethesda um, RPGs, like Morrowind, for instance, is also completely open-ended, yet it still has a very, very, very good story. So you can have a good balance between the two. Now, I'm sure anyone out there, if you played Elite Frontier and there is a good story, please feel free to correct me. It's just that I've never seen it. And honestly, in the 15 minutes that I bothered to play the game, I couldn't find anything pointing me towards that, so I didn't care. (laughs) <laughs>
0: so. which is why i truly hope star citizen de- delivers because it's got the single player story in, in in squadron 42 and it's got the privateer openness as well but we'll have to see yeah
1: i just see star citizen becoming another eve essentially uh, yeah. yeah um which is not a bad thing i mean it's it's, it's just
0: but i want the drama well, i want the kill Rothy and I
1: want Yeah, but you, you know you can never have that. You, you really can't with a multi- massive multiplayer online game. Yes, it's I do realise. And, and I know I'll get crucified for that comment, but the thing is just... I'm sorry, anyone growing up with the games and stuff we did, it's... You, you know exactly where, where I'm coming from. It's we. There's a massive difference between a game that focuses completely on that single-player immersion, and a game that's, that's reliant on the input of other people yeah. to actually drive it yeah so um, and the weird thing is when I played privateer back in the day, I thought the best thing ever would be to be able to do this with s- thousands of other people. If imagine a universe where and we actually talked about it th- at the time. Yeah. this was like it was a dream in mid nineteen
0: s dream of the single player campaigns pretty much it's.
1: Weird how yeah, things turn around, to. isn't
0: it? <laughs> yes. Did you ever play,
1: play Star Lancer
0: or not? I, for some reason, just never got into it. I played it a little bit, but never finished it or anything. Prophecy was was, was a close second. Prophecy, look, I spent so much time and effort on Prophecy, and then I just... And on, on the second one, what, Secret Ops, and I was just, after that, a bit drained, and I was sort of done, sadly. So
1: th- the funny thing about that is I actually played Prophecy... Um, myself a couple of years after I did Lancer, I pl- played it in 2001 I think. Um, so by that time Prophecy was old and it actually held up so well. It was it was amazing and I actually introduced a couple of my friends to, to the Wing Commander universe and they'd never heard of it before and they were all hooked and yeah. this was on Prophecy. And this caused them to actually play Wing Commander 4 as well, which hilariously I've never played.
0: Wing Commander 4? Brilliant story. The, the game engine is the Wing One Three engine, so it's it's much older and much less refined. But the story is a huge space drama, and it's it's just very depressing because it's it's after the war, and you've got this void of any uh, where where all the bad power-hungry people come rise to the top. And it, it's it's story-wise, so just like awesome real fantastic. life, just like real life. It's brilliant. I, I love Wink. <laughs> so escape is the best thing it? ever made. Yeah. Jumping forward, we now are both working. What machines do you have at the moment?
1: <laughs> are you referring to, to, to... Okay, so I've always been into this whole console thing, especially the retro consoles, like like the Ataris and things. But yeah, so I've started collecting these things properly now, and I realize nowadays that's nothing nothing spectacular, and everyone and his dog does it. But it's still it's still a very nice thing to, my, to me, and I feel... I almost sometimes feel like like you and and me and people of our age basically have more right to this.
0: Yeah, precisely. It's the story it's, of my my growing up was with games. I've lived through every generation of console.
1: I recently watched this one YouTube channel. It's, I'm not going to mention it now because, um, but the guy's brilliant, and and I, I feel his way of handling these things absolutely brilliant. He he does retro console reviews and things like that, and he mentioned. And one of his, his, his reviews that he did was actually on the Uncharted series on PS3, which is not exactly retro, but yeah, he, he, he was, he was <laughs> just basically doing this. And he mentioned his age at the time Uncharted 1 came out. And he said it was 14 years old when it came out. So that kind of, must, I have to admit, I, I had to pause <laughs> YouTube there for a bit and just have, you know, pour myself another glass of wine. Because yo,
0: that's done. <laughs> <laughs> the kids need to get off our lawn.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And the worst thing is, I'm, I'm so, so he, I'm, I'm looking at his cha- well, watching his channel, looking at his, his setup that he's got going, and he's got this massive collection of every single console you can possibly imagine, and every one of those machines came out before he was born.
0: It is, and you know what, then I look at those shocking. machines, and I remember when they were in the shops and when they were being advertised in magazines and things. You remember, and do you remember those, those,
1: those computer and video game magazines that I used to buy? I mean, yeah, those things easy. were expensive in South Africa at the time because they were UK imports. Got, I recently got a PS4, finally caved, yeah, 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 yeah. bought
0: one, Fine.
1: and I must admit, it is it is a very, very nice machine. The, the weirdest thing, though, is, is I came very close to getting myself an Xbox One, and I'm, <laughs> I actually might still do it.
0: I, I lived <laughs> through the bad Microsoft years, and as a Linux supporter, I know, I know, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm, I know, know that's not the same company anymore. But I cannot buy a new Microsoft console. Are you kidding? It's the same company. But, um, look, I'm with you there. But
1: in all honesty, so to come back to to what other machines I have is yeah. is one of the the more recent machines I, I, I acquired was an original Xbox, the the original Xbox one. Oh, I yeah. don't know that's zero. Which we call that. But anyway, this is an NTSC model, and someone plugged it into to a 220-volt outlet. Um, so obviously, it blew, blew the power supply. the whole, whole thing, I opened it up, fixed it, and resurrected it from the dead. And since then, plugged it in and just played around with the thing. Now, I never... I've One of my friends had an Xbox, but I, I never really cared. And I never played with the thing. And this was the first time I was actually... this was like three, four weeks ago. So the machine's old. It's... But 14, 14 years old, and it's better than a PS two, and it's better than a GameCube. It's, it, it is better than than its competition at the time, and I, I, I think people don't give it enough credit.
0: It's definitely better than a PS two, GameCube. The GameCube has some unique games. I think that it's got going for it.
1: The GameCube's GameCube. got the looks as well. You yes. have to admit it.
0: GameCube. Is so cute.
1: <laughs> it's kind of. Weird. But what, what I'm trying to get at is, is um, the only other console that I feel beats the Xbox really. Okay. And it's hilarious since I don't have one, but it's the Sega Dreamcast. Yes. Uh,
0: the Dreamcast and, uh, so is the sad story of video gaming, I think.
1: Absolutely. It's a last-ditch effort by a company that really deserved to be better. It's have you ever seen have. the
0: blog post of the comparisons between the Dreamcast and the Xbox? Sort of saying that the Xbox was the Dreamcast done right, in that but it, it's got it the has. same logo, I mean, Microsoft the same. Microsoft did the operating that are system for the
1: Dreamcast. Was that thing ran on Windows CE, if I remember correctly. Yes, certain you, you've, games got dream, of it had you've got Windows a Dreamcast, so, so, yes. so, so help me out here. runs on Windows CE,
0: yeah. No, it was a beautiful machine. There.
1: Incidentally, if you ever want to sell your Dreamcast, by all means, oh, let me know. And But I mean, no, I mean I you.
0: Are a, I, I bought a, a Macintosh computer, Mac LC2 or LC3, and the guy threw it in the box. as a, Wow. Oh, there you go, I wanted to clean up my house.
1: Jeez, oh, and yeah. you've got a quite a... Quite a oh, it's, it's a fully complete system. I mean, you just... You don't have the box, but <laughs> apart from that... It,
0: yeah, So w- what happened then as well is Yahoo Games, when they shut down Yahoo Games in the UK, they threw out their complete collection of Dreamcast review games, and I got all of that. So I got a nice <laughs> set up from Dreamcast, all in, by pure but luck. Then,
1: and then in terms of the, the collection, at the moment, I've got quite a varied, one, a varied collection. Uh, my pride and joy, I suppose, is a run two of the Magnavox, the original Magnavox Odyssey. Um, it's still in box, yes. pristine, complete condition, Practically unused from, from, from the looks of it. And I, the sad thing is that's also the, the only console I haven't turned on yet. because Simply because the screen overlays don't fit on a, on a yeah. modern TV, so I still need to get it on. Um, Then I've got the, the Fairchild Channel F, but I've got a UK variant of it called the Admin Grandstand. Um, that's actually a Fairchild Channel F2. And I've got the uh, Atari 2600, the six switch variant of that. And in Intellivision, the metal in television. Actually, there's there's a whole lot more. I'm not gonna list them all now. But th- those those four up there I, I suppose are my the ones I like the most. Interestingly enough, I've, I've got a one last one I want to mention. Is basically it's just called a teleplay T V game system, which was manufactured in South Africa. Now that thing is is rare, strange enough. It's it's essentially just a pong console and it's based off of a German design originally. And I recently got into contact with the original um the, the Old CEO of the company that the manufactured it, yeah. Uh, the guy's staying in, in in Australia at the moment, but um, he remembers these things fondly. And apparently, they created three consoles in the lifespan. Uh, the company's called Metalionics. So
0: I think in future, for everyone I out there, it's just would...
1: so it's a box standard pong console. It's just unique in terms of South Africa at the time didn't really have much of an electronics industry, so. and these guys had really attempted something new. So it's fun yeah. to have a complete in-box version of it.
0: So. I, I think what we will have to do is deep dive on each of those. To wrap up, what games are you currently playing?
1: I, I never played Dishonored when it came out. So I <laughs> recently bought myself the definitive edition on the PS4 and initially plugged it in. I was a little bit disappointed because I mean, it's the new console. I expected better graphics and all that. And this is still the PS3 game. Let's, let's be honest about that. But it is such a good game. I must admit that it's very immersive. And being the completionist that I am, it's taking me way too long. And I don't have a lot of time to play these things, like you would know, of course. So I end up playing into the early wee hours of the morning. And yes, <laughs> real life is starting to suffer, yeah. which is something that I cannot... It hasn't happened in such a long time. And I think that's a mark of an excellent
0: game. Yeah, what I'm playing is... I'm I'm playing with the kids, right? So I've... Mm. I've been playing hours of Skylanders the new one Superchargers we've just finished it on Nightmare Mode so we might as well now try and get a Platinum
1: but I, I'm sure that's, that, that's that's your boy that, that wants the Platinum Trophy no, yes, not you
0: yes I, I, of course it, it got ugly towards the end of Nightmare just, just Mode
1: just for the record um, for anyone listening this is Aubrey's got I don't know how many Platinum Trophies in on his Playstation collection now it's insane but it's it's all these things like Hannah Montana and Skylanders and that's you know
0: I do not have <laughs> a games. <laughs> Pseudo games. I do not have a Hannah Montana platinum, and I will admit that most of my platinums are Lego games. So, yeah, <laughs> but they were fun times played with my seven-year-old. Um, speaking of which, Lego Dimensions, the Ghostbusters level pack, comes out next week. So I'll be spending a lot of time on, on that and way too much money again. And then, other than that, I've been playing on the Apple TV. In all honesty. Okay. Yeah.
1: You guys, have you guys never considered the Disney Infinity range of games?
0: We downloaded it on the Apple TV, and it's actually pretty fun. On the Apple TV, you can sort of rent digital copies of the guys, so that you don't have to have the physical game. Um, and that's, that's pretty cool. But you know what? I've been trying to avoid having to buy a third set of toys because there's so many Skylanders <laughs> and Lego rent lying around that, no, I cannot afford a third one. So, no, we're avoiding Infinity. I've heard good things about it, but I'm trying not to let my son hear about it.
1: You know, the, the worst thing is, so, so I don't have kids, and I've been seeing these Infinity characters in stores, and with the new Star Wars that came out, I must admit, that's the closest I've ever come to buying one of these <laughs> things.
0: But <laughs> you really, really, really should buy Lego Dimensions, by the way. The, the Doctor Who level is brilliant, and if you die, you cycle through all 12 Doctors, and if you go into your that Tardis, is, the doc-
1: the, that is stunning.:
0: the, the music and the inside of your TARDIS is appropriate for the Doctor. And all the moves... Yeah, but the it looks Lego like menu.
1: Lego. So, so why do we have to wait for a Lego game to get one good Doctor Who thing I, on, who like, on any platform?
0: I was playing the PlayStation 3 Doctor Who game earlier. I can't remember what the name was, but it was... it's a yeah, platform type thing. Yes, horrendous. But the Lego one? Perfect. The Back to the Future levels? Amazing. I can't wait for Ghostbusters. I, that's a, the, the Lego Dimensions Portal level is a thing of beauty. It is, it is brilliant. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I'm playing at the moment. So no, I don't. I've got work to do. I don't have time for it to play games. I say. Of course I'm not.
1: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> cool. One last one. Last question with work and traveling and all that sort of stuff. Um, do you ever use your PlayStation Vita?
0: Yes. I. You do. I play on the airplane quite a lot, and I play the games that I want to play via remote play um, from the PlayStation Four in the middle of the night. So
1: that actually works out for you on a Vita that works out for you.
0: I have played vast sections of uh, Diablo three on the Vita through a remote. Play. <laughs> I've played more Diablo three on the Vita than on actually at the screen on the PlayStation four.
1: Okay. That's that's it's <laughs> quite interesting.
0: I've I found the lack
1: of the rear the, the R two and L two buttons just to be too I, just, well, I don't you, know too you,
0: you just for certain games, they work better because you touch that screen on the right locations, right? And if you for something like Diablo, the touch works. For first-person shooters where you shoot, it doesn't work that well, but you can remap the keys.
1: I know, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I So it's could. not perfect.
0: But for Diablo 3, it works. it works. And it's not the kind of game you can play with kids around, so it's good to play that. I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. In future episodes, we'll focus more on hardware and specific software. Until next time, stay gaming.